Hi guys. Let's start off where we left off. February 2012. When we got married, everything started off normal. I graduated high school and shortly thereafter I found out that I was pregnant. When his mother found out though, things took a horrible turn. She was so mad. His mother was constantly being overbearing. Around that time, let's call him Bob. Bob and I, we were living with my mom. She had a three-story house. We lived at the bottom. We had our own apartment, like basically a kitchen, bathroom, and we slept in that area on an air mattress. I guess that's what being young and dumb gets you, you know? We didn't have anything. We were trying, though. I never got the chance to tell my mom about me being pregnant, uh, my unexpected pregnancy. Why? <laughs> you guessed it, because Bob's mother called my mom and told her herself. And that was devastating to me. I wanted to be the one to tell my mom. I was scared and mentally exhausted. I was young and didn't know what to expect. After his mom spilled the beans to my mom, we got, we got kicked out. I never got the chance to be a normal teenager after that point. Of course, I know it was my fault. We all make our own decisions and suffer consequences. I was always right thinking that, you know, every day I'm always right, like I said before. My fault for rushing into adulthood without knowledge of what would lie ahead. At this point, Bob and I were homeless. Me and his parents never really got along, ever. I was always being accused of stealing their baby from them, you know, even though he was definitely not a baby. So they did not hesitate telling me that I wasn't welcome in their home. I was heartbroken. I was pregnant at 18, homeless, and didn't have anywhere to turn. In fact, the only thing that was holding me together was the fact that God had blessed me with my first child. I needed to live for my unborn child. Let's fast forward a little. Bob was someone who always needed his mother's approval. That included with finances, life decisions, everything. Even though we were married, he would still ask his mother and talk to his mother about things and not myself. His mother picked us up from the hotel that we had stayed in for that one night. And she took us for a ride to have an important chat, as she called it. I felt like I was suffocating, mainly with fear and anxiety, because this lady did a great job at making me uncomfortable. I call her the queen bee of all master manipulators. When we got to the place that she took us for our little chat, I could physically feel pain from the amount of anxiety this gave me. I was sweating and clammy, and I was pregnant, so I was sick. We all sat down, and she looked me in the eyes and told me, with a cold stare, in front of Bob. And she says, if you do anything to cross me, I will take that baby, and I will get custody. 
that scared me because she had already had custody of one of her stepchildren's child because she's that type of person. She's a baby stealer. Well, that's what I called her anyways. I was so shocked because Bob just agreed with her and said, fine. Me being a my firecracker self, I popped off and I said, in your dreams, she didn't like that answer. As soon I was told the arrangements had been made for Bob to stay with his mom and dad and me to stay with my grandparents' house, you know, none of this was my decision. They made the decision and told me it was going to happen. They were always like that. I never had a choice or a say in anything and still don't to this day. They said it was temporary, though, so I had hope. Mind you, we were married, and my, you know, I'm pregnant with his child, his first child. His father told me to give him three weeks to save up for us a place and that he would get us one and everything would be okay. I, I comforted myself and I agreed because I knew that if I put up a fight, I wouldn't win. Something didn't feel quite right when they dropped me off at my grandmother's house with nothing but a phone and the clothes I had on my back. I was so emotional from pregnancy that I turned into a pathetic woman, crying and begging him to just stay with me at my grandparents' house because we were married and they offered. I was sobbing in tears. And literally, I got on my knees and begged that man to promise me that he would come back and see me at least. He just gave me the most annoyed look. It was a look that I'll never forget because that's the look of evil. He told me he loved me, pushed me off of him, and left me there on the ground crying. That was the very last time I saw or heard from my husband for eight long months. Days went by, my hair gets matted because I, I was so depressed I could not get up out of bed. Eventually, at 15 weeks pregnant, I just woke up one day and chopped all my hair off out of, you know, a mental breakdown, I guess. I tried texting him daily from my phone, and I never got a response. His mother told me, you know, to back off, give him time. And then eventually, even she stopped talking to me. And so I was pregnant and worried, sick to death. One day I tried to use my phone and call his number and his number had me blocked. And then I tried to make another phone call and I got notified from Sprint that my phone, my phone line was suspended and given to someone else. And that's when I learned that he had a mistress. I looked in my settings on my phone and I could see his new phone number that was changed. He wasn't so slick. I got on Wi-Fi and I confronted him and I got an ugly, ugly email from his mistress. And she tormented me and he helped her. Finally, I got tired of sobbing and not eating. And so I got a job at Walmart when I was about 20 weeks pregnant. 
and I worked every day long hours just so I could save up money to take care of my child. Every, every day when I got home from work, my feet were swollen and blistered. And, and I know people think, Walmart, it's not that hard of a job. Well, it is hard when you're pregnant and you have to stand all day long and you get minimal, very minimal bathroom breaks. They don't care if you're pregnant. They don't care what's wrong. I mean, even if I missed too many days, I got pointed. They wouldn't take them away. And it was just because, you know, just because I was pregnant and I needed off. Every day when I came home, I would cry. I would look at myself in the mirror and be disgusted at myself. I would say, how could you be so dumb? And like the narcissist that Bob is, he had me convinced that I was crazy. It was my fault. I hated myself. I wanted to die. But I knew that I couldn't because my son depended on me. Well, after working for a while, I realized that I was going to be a single mother and it was going to be hard. And so I went back to school, nursing school at Cleveland State. I worked and then on my days off, I went to school. One day I saw at my work, when I was working um, at the cash register, I, I glance over and I'm like probably five or six months pregnant at this point. And I see Bob with his mistress. And need I remind you, me and Bob are still married. And he brings his mistress to my place of work. Out of all of the Walmarts in that city, why choose the one I work at? They came through my line. And when she looked at me, she called me fat, pale, and ugly, and said that Bob didn't want me and never would. This girl had a child, and um, Bob had bought her an engagement ring while we were married, raising her kid with her, yet he was emailing me, begging me to let him sign his rights away to our unborn child, and me being the pathetic human being that I was begged and pleaded him every single day not to leave and not to say those things. We will pick up where we left off in the next episode.